0: And get these stuff with my dad. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Either. Well, either way.
1: Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined.
0: And I won't use the word uh, s hole countries. These are s hole countries. S hole countries. S hole. S hole. S
2: hole. -hole. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now here is Armstrong and Getty
1: live
2: from Studio C. Uh, you know, you see, Senor. I was hearing asshole countries, asshole, asshole, asshole. As I walked into this room and I was struck by the irony, because this ain't exactly Candyland either. Wow. <laughs> wow. A dimly lit
3: room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. That would make sense, since that is uh, why a lot of people have the day off.
2: Co-general manager, Hawaii's Civil Defense Department.
3: Right. Was it a mistake or was there actually a missile fired from North Korea?
2: What? Nelved into that <laughs> question. Hey, uh, how do you like this uh, new slogan for Hawaii? Come to Hawaii and get bombed. People do, huh? So for 38 minutes, people thought they were yeah. under attack? Yeah. yeah. That's a long time. I'd say... Well, and how does that happen? Seriously. The initial thing? Okay. And we'll talk about all this. But Hey, uh, Jim. Jim, you just sent out the, uh, we're getting bombed, this is not a drill. What? I did? Oh, man. So, do you watch any of the playoff games? <clears throat> Last night, you watching any NFL? Wanna well, go to lo- some of it.
3: Want to go to lunch? <clears throat> we'll deal with this when we get back. Yeah, that is weird. 38 minutes later. Because the guy... Uh, we're not all going to die. Sorry. So did the guy that actually sent out the uh, alert, did he not know he sent out the alert? I don't actually know that. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. Yeah. You know, Sean?
1: Uh, so there's a test that Briefly. they do on every shift change, and I guess there was a mistake during the test that yeah. sent this out.
3: But he didn't know it went out? Cause,
1: I, that I don't know.
3: Got at the at the moment
2: somebody realized there was a mistake, which you'd have thought would have been... Way inside of 38 minutes. I think maybe one of their friends or relatives would have you know, texted them or something and said, Hey, dudes, I know you work in this department. We just got the warning. What's happening? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, because I knew seconds after it happened. Because one of Delaney's friends who lives in Hawaii texted her. Said, Hey, I just got this notice. We're under missile attack. What the hell? And she told me it was like it was probably three minutes after it happened. I knew.
3: Wow. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to uh, kick off the new day. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, fresh back from Vegas and looking uh, worse for the wear. man. You got that Vegas hangover going. You're kind of walking with your head down. Your pallor is gray. You look a little disappointed in yourself. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: I'm broke. That's how I am. Oh, boy. Yeah. Broke.
1: uh Everything was a lot more expensive than I thought it'd be, and... Um... Yeah, I'm going to be eating Top Ramen for the next week or two ah, to you recover. Go. You're he, supposed to come out of Vegas broke. He has the pale complexion of a guy who had to donate blood in an emergency scenario, is that? <laughs> or even yeah. a
2: kidney. Who knows? There's Chinese kidney brokers on every corner. Thank goodness they, for pawn shops. They know the uh, the look at desperation. You can't pawn a kidney. You went to the Consumer Electronics Show. I have a
1: specific question about that later, so I want to get into that. There's a positive, Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Well, I fear the worst. I believe it is getting very close to the time where I need to get a new smartphone. My battery is now moving in blocks of percentages as opposed to just kind of slowly gradating down over time, which is possibly a word I just made up. I put up with that for a long time with my phone, and it's, it's no good. It's kind of like a magic trick, though. I plug it in. All right. Is it going to jump up 17% immediately when I plug it into the wall, or is it just going to go up one or
2: three? Well, I don't even know this. Are you an iPhone guy? Yeah. yeah go yeah. get a new battery. Apple, will replace it. That's a thing now? Yeah. Yeah. I have an errand to do after Remember the Remember that whole, uh, turns out they were sending right. out the Cupertino death ray thing? Yeah. Right. Well, they responded, said, "Yeah, well, no, it's for your own good, but uh, this looks a little funny, I guess. So uh, come, we'll swap out your battery. It's for several different models. I don't know okay. what model okay. you have, but I'll that, look ha- into that.
3: that happened after I got my phone by like a week. But um, dang it, I, I
1: like everything else about my phone still. I don't. The only thing that I don't like is sure. the battery life. Oh, absolutely. I would have never gotten a new phone if it weren't for that.
3: Um, uh, duh. Let us know how that process is because I just assumed it would be like like a lot of warranties. It's just such a pain in the ass, and there's so much paperwork and so much thing, so many things, and it takes so long that it's not worth anything. I'll be interested <laughs> to see how this right. works out. You have to send it someplace, and in six months, they'll send you your phone back, that sort of thing. No,
2: nah, you just go to the genius bar and talk to a genius. I'd ask him about string theory. I'm a theory. genius. <laughs> I'd ask yeah. him about string theory. You can have him replace your battery if you want. <laughs> Seems like a waste. There's Marshall
3: Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I got to tell you, I faced a very challenging uh, personal uh, debacle. I was heading out to work this morning went out into the garage, hit the button, the automatic garage door would not open. You're trapped in your own garage! You start screaming, Ah! Yes, and after the screaming subsided, I found I had to go and lift the door manually. Oh, my God! Now, how on earth did people do this back (laughs) in the olden days? They probably made lighter garage doors for one Man, that sucker is heavy, but thanks to my renewed training (sighs) regimen... I was able to push the door open.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, good man. There you go. And pull the <laughs> door a, back down. That's a story <laughs> of courage right there. i tell you what. You remember that guy who sawed off his own arm when he was squashed by the boulder? <laughs> He really, he needs to talk to you, Marshall, about it, what real courage is. Indeed.
0: <laughs> and then I went to uh, call my garage uh, people, my garage door people, only to discover they are closed today. It is MLK Day, mm-hmm. and they are taking the day off.
3: Well, you'll just have to, I guess, do that a couple more times. I so guess. I guess. good exercise. Sure. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is, how did it get to already be Monday, uh, January the 15th? this is uh I need to write this all down yeah so I can figure out the <laughs> yeah. order I want to do this in hmm. uh, my new phone also it's harder to get to the date than the last phone so there's another problem let's go with it, uh, it. Uh, keeping you straight in 218.
2: yeah we arms struggling getting you straight we- like as opposed to gay or we what? Are <laughs> and getting we approve of this program all right let's begin the show now officially according to FCC regulation <laughs> no having sexual relations with the same uh, gender now all right here we go at mark but somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly, somewhere I read,
3: yes. of the freedom of speech, yes. somewhere I read, yes. of
1: the freedom of press, yes. somewhere I read, yes. that the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. Yes. John
3: digging up some stuff that you haven't heard 8000 times from MLK which I appreciate cuz anybody playing the I have a dream quote I mean come on who's that for right yeah, I know
2: it's worth tossing in, but that's sure. all they'll give yeah, you. Yeah, they've sure. reduced the man to right. a cartoon character.
1: Yeah, finding the B-side, some of his other uh, really powerful speeches, because, hey, I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, he was really good at giving speeches. Gave more than one speech? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are other
3: headlines, Marshall?
0: Uh, Hawaii still shaking after that false missile attack alert. This is not a drill. It's a mistake. <laughs> Continuing into this week, President Trump insisting he's not a racist and the first FM fecal matter health alert of the new year, and it concerns your shoes. Oh, no. Stories mm-hmm. coming up 635, Armstrong and Guinea. Why is there fecal matter on my shoes? I guess
3: I'll have to stay tuned for the news. Trump declares he's not a racist. we got to get into that. Too.
2: Well, it settles that. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's the end of that controversy. How does mailbag look? Outstanding. We have here weekly shower sauce to kick off the week. Awesome. Awesome. I want to hear a little about the Consumer Electronics Show. I uh, read a list of things that are in and out, and some of the things that are out were su- was surprising to me. Not these things are sweeping the nation. Yeah, oh, uh, all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: This is Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.
3: Uh, the, you can get a new iPhone battery installed at Staples for $49. At Staples. Interesting. Mm. I didn't know they did that sort of thing. Um, it's $49. Apple, it's not free. Um, Good luck getting an appointment mm. at the Genius Bar. Yeah. Yeah, that's been my problem. Yeah. Plus, I just... Devoting an hour to my, of my day... Ain't to gonna that, happen. Just, yeah, Ain't gonna I'm happen. I'm Not of my current lifestyle. Not gonna happen.
2: Mailback. Mm. Mailbag. Samsung doesn't send out death rays. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Here are your weekly shower thoughts, as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Somewhere in Hawaii, a man has gone to his bunker, lost cell reception, and will not be seen for a few decades. Mm. Till he finally emerges, pale and emaciated, expecting to see nothing but skeletons. Won't he be surprised? (laughs) How much of it? This could end up being a big
3: moment in history. This false alarm on over the weekend in Hawaii. Because if an alarm went off right now from the government saying missiles are on the way,
2: how are you going to react? I'm going to think another mistake, most likely. You know, it's funny. One of the other shower, shower thoughts is nobody ever immediately assumes there's a fire when the fire alarm goes off. Instead, we all just wonder what the thing that isn't a fire is making it go off. Absolutely.
3: Nobody assumes a car being broken into when they hear a car alarm go off. Right, right. Uh, interesting. Uh, moving along. Wouldn't take very many <laughs> of these false alarms on missiles before the, the alarm is almost completely useless. Well, I'd say in Hawaii or about there. Of course, what were you supposed to do anyway? Seek shelter. What kind of shelter from a nuclear missile?
2: Shelter, shelter. Stuff doesn't fall on you. Hit you in the head. Mm. Well, and and I was discussing this with my kids, because they had the uh, appropriate, the uh, time-honored cynicism about the whole duck and cover, uh, Bert the Turtle thing. Although lately, they've been saying, you know, that if you're within, like, the, uh, what do they call it, the initial blast zone, the inner blast zone, forget it. You're vaporized. You're going to meet God or whatever you believe. Um, You're done. Um, and if you're just outside of that, you're probably going to get radiated like crazy. But if you're in the, there's a huge band of you might die, you might not. If you can shelter yourself from the shockwave and then from some of the radioactive fallout, you got a really good chance. Hawaii's- so as it turns out, duck and cover a good idea.
3: Hawaii. Uh, you're the only person I've ever heard say that. Hawaii's not that
1: big, though. Wouldn't the whole area just be obliterated? Uh, depends what island it hits. I for sure would have had some awkward office conversations the following Monday, because I just would have sent a text all to probably the sales department. And, hey, it's, it's now or never, right, Debbie.
3: Right,
2: exactly. <laughs> it's now or never, Debbie. <laughs> Al, you're nail, I hate you. I've always hated you. A man's nipples are the biological equivalent of the blank plastic panels they put in a car in places where you didn't get certain options. Uh. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. We used to have that car when I was a kid, the car with the panels and not the options. Uh, language is just agreed upon gibberish. Yeah, to some extent. Good point. It's a series of sounds. That's why I think it's so funny sometimes when people get all uh, stirred up about one word or another, be it poop hole or bull ass or whatever. It's a collection of sounds. We'll all be okay. If dinosaurs are ever brought back to life, they'll be turned into the most expensive and sought-after shoes, jackets, and handbags. <laughs> That's true. They'll probably breed them in little cages like veal calves just to make purses. This is brontosaurus skin. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, this is just mathematics, but it's kind of funny. Say you had a net worth of $10,000. You got $10,000 in the bank. You find $20 uh, in a pair of jeans. You're woohoo. It would be the equivalent of Bill Gates finding $180 million in his pocket. <laughs> hey, Cool. <laughs> Hey, look at this, honey. <laughs> I found a $180 million bill in my jeans. Uh, a couple more. Uh, this one I love. All competitions, like the Olympics, should have a control competitor who is totally unskilled to give a reference for how amazing the competitors are. That would be an awesome idea. Sure. You got like the last place skier in the downhill. He's shaking his head. He's humiliated. His country's like, oh, great job, idiot. <laughs> and, and, Great job, idiot! And he'd have made it. He'd have made it down the hill twenty-five minutes before the average dope skier, even the average good skier. Oh yeah, well yeah, those downhill courses are terrifying. Oh,
3: no, 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 normal person could ever even do it. Oh no,
2: you would just crawl down, holding on with your fingernails, hoping you don't die. Oh no, you'd you'd cry, you'd cry all the way down if you made it down. I've stood at the top of one of those things. I looked at it and said, "I just forget it. It's, this is not you're falling." It's like a cliff, yeah. Right.
1: We need yeah. to ask for our 15th moment of silence as our control athlete has once again failed to make it out
2: of the course alive. <laughs> right. Another one gone, Jim. It's a real disappointment. And this one almost made me pass out. I don't know why. <clears throat> your skeleton isn't inside you. Your brain is really you. So you're inside of your skeleton. What? What? <laughs> you is really your brain Mm. so your skeleton isn't inside you you're inside Mm. your skeleton pot's legal now in pretty much all of our markets we're going to get a lot more of these (laughs) yeah no kidding no kidding uh Uh, oh yeah here we go brandon with a nice note first year fan of armstrong and getty question first year fan yeah hey welcome brandon good to have you along my bra. Have you considered the possibility that Trump's latest imbroglio was merely a distraction from the results from his physical? I note that nobody was talking about it this weekend. So the comedy made in the oval in front of Dick Durbin could have played out exactly as he would have expected. Blowing up the media, races, catnip to these. All right, friends. He's not playing four dimensional chess. He has no filter.
3: Remember when we asked O'Reilly that question? or O'Reilly said, he's not playing chess.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's just shooting off this direction and that direction.
2: Brandon signs off. KDM, WRB, keep on distracting the media with race bait. No, no, no. First of all, his, his physical was fine, they say. It was great. Well, whether or not that's true, would you, should you
3: announce it to the country if the president's physical was not fine? I, I can't imagine that we would.
2: I, I burr, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I think if uh, it's a little like the uh, blast zone in Hawaii in reverse. If his health is terrible, probably they keep it quiet. If he's got some manageable problem and somebody says, you know, Mr. President, we could talk about your uh, effort to control your blood pressure and uh, make it into a public service campaign. Then I could see it uh, being being broadcast.
3: You've got more people that were in the meeting saying the president never said that. And some saying they didn't, they don't recall whether or not he
2: said that, which is like a really lame dodge. But Lindsey Graham essentially said, "Yeah, he said it." I'm They're okay. I'm okay
3: with. Mm, I'm okay with. I didn't hear it because you might not have. You don't pay attention to all of every meeting. I know I don't. I don't recall the. I'm not sure he may have or didn't. I'm not sure. Go oh, come on. If well, that's what the two Republican said, senators said. I don't recall that. If the president had said it, I think you would remember. Yeah. No kidding. My wife may have said she wanted to divorce me. I don't recall. I mean, it's one of those things.
2: So Patty writes, uh, love you, show. Been listening for 19 years. Oh, my gosh, Patty. Thanks a million. We're here in Kona and got a phone alert. Then TV emergency sound telling us it's not a drill. Ballistic missile heading for Hawaii. Scary as hell. We gathered water and wine, food and blankets and bunkered in the bathroom. We called our kids and realized, oh, my God, what am I saying? Don't want to upset them, but they have to know how much you love them. 38 long minutes, something I will never forget. I'm sure. How many of us have ever gone through anything like that? Well, um, right. And it, none of us. Well, right. And it, we're all chuckling about it on the mainland. But yeah, people took it damned seriously. Struggling with what do I tell my children? Oh, my God. I just gather them to me and pray. Blah, blah, blah. There was a guy. It's I hate- something I will never forget, like 9-11 or the Loma Prieta earthquake for me.
3: Sure. There was a guy who had uh, two young kids. One, at, uh, One's at camp, one's at a dance recital or something like that. And he had to decide which kid am I going to
2: go to? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, you know, Mukalamukkawawea's choice. You know? Wow. Sophie's choice. Got to make a Hawaiian joke. But Hawaiian? in the midst of the conversation. Well, no, that's not a joke. It was an observation of the pain that poor people endured. Uh, and more on that to come, an explanation of what happened. Can you sue the government for that? The stress or something? Probably.
3: I'm okay with making a mistake. I'm not okay with it taking 38 minutes to correct it. That's mind-boggling. And it'd be nice not to make mistakes at all. Sure. Yeah. So we will get more on this coming up. How long did people know it was a mistake before they got the correction out? That's crazy. Stay tuned to Marshall's News coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's a website where you can type in any location in the world, so you can type in the city you live in or whatever, pick which atomic bomb hits your city, mm. like the one we dropped on Nagasaki, or the most recent one North Korea tried out, or whatever size you want. That'd be an exciting one. And then get a map of uh, how many people are killed instantly, how many people are getting deadly radiation, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting to lay over them, I'm, I'm taking a look at it, but. Yeah, it's, uh, it's easy to kind of joke about or say, yeah. oh my gosh, wouldn't that be terrible about the Hawaii thing? But if you live through it, y- yeah, you'll never forget it. Right. Holy crap. Most of us have never had an, an experience even close right. to that. It's amazing. Let's get the news now with Marshall
0: Phillips. Well, Saturday morning, locals and tourists in Hawaii shaken to their core after a false alert was issued saying missiles were heading for the islands. The message saying ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill, understandably people panic. The false warning was sent during a shift change at Hawaii's Emergency Management Agency when somebody during a routine test hit the live alert button by mistake, not once, but twice. Emergency Management Agency Director Vern Miyagi telling CBS News, It's embarrassing, but again, again, it's a mistake. Are you sure this was an accident? Yes. I know the individual. This was an accident. But why did he hit yes twice? That's being talked about and being investigated right now. The Hawaii state employee who mistakenly sent out that alert over the weekend is being reassigned. Yeah, we're going to put you in a different apartment, Jim. The whole alerting people as to nuclear attacks apparently is not your uh, bailiwick. (laughs) 38 minutes passed before a correction was issued, stating there was no missile threat or any danger to the state. Turns out Hawaii had to call an IT tech at home, get him out of bed, so he could construct an all-clear alert template. But
2: Uh, So they had nothing to send.
0: They had nothing to send. But did they call the local
3: television and radio stations, for instance, just to get the word out, which you could have done within minutes, as Uh, opposed to damn near 40 minutes?
2: I'm reading right now that uh, Hawaii Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard took to Twitter... To say that she had confirmed with, with officials that there was no ballistic missile threat, but a congresswoman tweeting is not exactly a great way to get the word right. out. So I don't know. I, I hope they I, nail I this doubt down. It
3: and they're honest with us. But if they knew within minutes that it was a mistake, yeah. then call your local TV station. I mean, the way information travels in the modern mm-hmm. world, you get you get that. Hey, tell them tell them go on the air right now. It's it's not real. It's not happening. God, it would travel like lightning. Yeah. As people texted and tweeted and that sort of stuff, so it took dang near thirty-eight minutes. Yep,
0: that's crazy. Yep. Governor of Hawaii apologized after the whole thing blew over, sort of. And many in our community was deeply affected by this, and I'm sorry for that pain and confusion that anyone might have experienced.
3: In- Sounds like a real in- brain. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Well, there's, there's. That's the sort of leadership you get.
0: President Trump is denying once again he's a racist, commenting in response to questions from journalists in the wake of his reported comments last week calling African nations asshole countries and making disparaging comments about Haiti and El Salvador. Trump telling the reporters, No, I'm not a racist. I am the least racist person you have ever interviewed.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a, a shock. shock. Least racist person you have ever interviewed. Well, this is quite a day then, sir. This is an honor.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: that. Yeah. So, no. Tiger Woods, who's like five races himself, is more racist than
3: Donald J. Trump. <sighs> Mr. President, you undermine
2: your statements when you say stuff like that. Oh, no, no. Hyperbole. People buy it. It spreads excitement according to the art of the deal or something. Until like the second or third time, and they think God, he says that about everything. And they completely ignore you, as any nine-year-old
0: learns. <laughs> God, Trump also denying making the statements attributed to him during that immigration meeting with the bipartisan group of six senators. You got two senators saying yes, he did say it. Two senators saying, well, we're not quite sure. I, we don't think he really said those words. Why wearing shoes? Oh, in- by the way,
2: it's worth mentioning that. You know, in watching the news on Friday, especially, there were major broadcast networks who simply declared the president made a racist statement today. They just declared it as fact, not something that could be interpreted one way or the other or insensitive or dumb and that sounded sort of racist. They just, for instance, on the, uh, the, 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 the National Public Radio, National Progressive Radio, they stated it was a racist statement, which is a hell of a thing why wearing
0: shoes in your house is actually really, really gross. Now, maybe you grew up in a house where shoes were always removed near the door, but if you didn't, and if you don't now, you should consider adopting the practice.
2: Let me guess. Go ahead. British hygiene
0: experts explain wearing shoes in your house can spread FM, fecal matter, E. coli, and salmonella germs through your home. E. coli. And goes on to add the five-second rule should never apply to any food dropped on a carpeted surface. That's because your home carpets harbor allergen and germs that can cause illness.
2: What? Except that they never do, and if you keep your home perfectly clean, your children will have no immune system and terrible allergies. So uh, why, why do I have so much fecal matter on my shoes? Just what?
0: out walking about, you pick it up in the soles of your shoes.
2: I assume you poo in your yard. I do.
0: <laughs> anyway, the the hygiene experts say you really need to consider washing your carpets at least four times a year to keep everything clean and looking and smelling great. Will do. So there you go. That's our Study first.
3: done by the Carpet Cleaning <laughs> Association of America.
0: That's our first FM health alert for the year. There and that's you your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the
2: West. If there is a false fecal matter health alert issued by the Armstrong and Getty Show, we will correct it immediately. Immediately. We
3: got this text. We were in Kauai over the weekend, and the radio and TV stations were saying the same message. Over and over again that we were under attack
2: We were scared to death in Mm -hmm. the cellar Oh yeah, I saw the pictures of people cowering Afraid for their lives In all the resorts and everything So the TV and radio stations were going
3: with Bulletin is out We are under attack Right? Missile on the way Not a drill, not a drill Missile on the way Holy crap Now now you'd have some fecal matter On my
2: carpet (laughs) Yeah You know, it's funny. I was texting with my brother who lives in Hawaii, and it didn't come up. Should have asked him. That's pretty stupid of me. And he's in the military. I got to ask him what he uh, what he was thinking or what he found out. I hope there's, you know,
3: a great positive that comes out of this is that we're going to take a good, close look at our systems and backup systems and all that sort of thing. Make them better all across the country. Did you see 60 Minutes last night and the whole thing on the North Korea weapons? Yeah, we got to talk about that. Damn it. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. How many of you people saw the movie Blue Hawaii? This
2: is Armstrong and Getty. The Voice of the West.
1: Well, there's been several errors pointed out in this book already do you take responsibility for those look you read it right yeah yeah of yeah. course <laughs> then you liked
0: it you had fun yeah I, yeah But yeah. oh, what's the problem you got the gist so shut up <laughs> that's fred
3: armison playing the author um like a wolf on saturday night live and i'll tell you what kate mckinnon's uh, Mika Brzezinski is just freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. We got some more good stuff from Saturday Night Live
2: coming up. I really enjoyed it. She's uh, hilarious. I assume she's tortured. I always find out that these really, really funny people who I like on Saturday Night Live later are tortured, mm-hmm. often after they die. Uh, a couple of quick things. Um, there's at least one part per matter of fecal matter
3: in every speck of dust. Welcome to Earth. That's just the way it is. Yeah, no kidding. A uh, couple of people that are running. Oh, and I, later I want to talk about China's bid for total surveillance. They want to be. They're going to be the first country on Earth, and it's the biggest country on Earth pulling it off, which is amazing. China be one thing if the Great Norway did this or something. Sure, yeah. but uh, oh, if only we had more Norwegians. China with 1.3 billion people, they're going for total surveillance. It's like the Matrix, keeping track of every single person all the time. Yep. And they're, they're going to pull it off. Also, two people that have announced they're running for the U.S. Senate, more or less. Mitt Romney is going to run in Utah, which is interesting, because uh, will he battle Trump? How will that whole thing go? And Chelsea Manning
2: is running for the U.S. Senate <laughs> in Maryland. Oh, great. 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 They're putting pressure on J.D. Vance to run, the hillbilly elegy guy who we've talked to a couple of times. Huh. Uh, terrific fella. He's passed in the past. For for good reasons, well, I'd like to talk about that a little more, but uh, we'll get to that at some point. One more shower thought for you: the word phonetic is spelled with a P. Isn't that all you need to know? Whoa. Isn't that all? That's just, all don't you need that to know. Beat all. <laughs> 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 what a weekend we've had in Hawaii, writes Al. When you said how long would the s hole Trump dialogue last? Well, Hawaii civil defense gave you the answer. No Oprah either. Bonus. I wanted to give you my family's reaction to the whole debacle on the false alarm. Saturday morning, the time my wife and I are able to sleep in without interruption or obligations, the, uh, if you know what I mean, oh, 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 Oh. disgusting, (laughs) the emergency alert goes off on our phones, and it was not an opportune time for our Saturday morning routine and will now and forever be known to us as Missile Interruptus. I was skeptical because there was nothing at that point on local TV or radio, no sirens. My daughter found a statement online from Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii that it was a false alarm. We knew from her within 20 minutes. Well, it took the state 38 minutes to issue the false alarm to the public. It was very strange because it didn't sink into me until I saw on the news all the panic and chaos that went through the population of the state. People going into sewers for coverage. Sewers? School. How do you get into your sewer? I'd have to think about that for a second. You got to squeeze under the curb. (laughs) That ain't happening. You. I'll just sit up on the curb and get radiated. Uh, but school paddling tournament, students running from the water in Waikiki to cover themselves. People going into their closet in their homes and praying. People calling loved ones to say goodbye. Today at church, one of my friends said in the middle of all this, before he knew it was a false alarm, he said, we need to think about the people we need to forgive and the ones we need to say I'm sorry, for, uh, sorry to before it's too late. My thoughts were, if it hits, I want to be either at the epicenter or far enough away from ground zero not to be affected by any aftermath. Uh, Best case is ground zero for me. What kind of world would be left? So that's what people were thinking. Wow. I just hope I'm killed instantly, if at all.
3: This isn't getting as much attention as it should because it's Hawaii. If this had been San Francisco, L.A., New York, something like this, I I think this would be a much
2: bigger story. Right, right. Happy New Year from Hawaii. So far, nuclear-free, writes Aloha, Al. <laughs> Thanks, Al, for that lighthearted account of the terror of believing you were under nuclear attack. That is something. Did you see
3: 60 Minutes last night? Uh, no. The second story about uh, North Korea and their and their weapons system. So we've got this uh, guy in America, scientist in America. He goes way back. He worked on the um, a lot of the Los Alamos stuff over the years on our nuclear projects. And he's been invited to North Korea, geez, what, 13 times, something like that over the years? As the North Korean's wanted the united states to know look we actually have this stuff hmm. because they were uh rightfully so concerned that we would just think they were bluffing so they invited invited this u.s scientist over the years many times to come and see this stuff so that he'd say yeah i've seen it they've got it mm-hmm. and he and he talked about when they first, went yeah oh yeah okay oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's been there 13 times interesting and um uh and they showed him the plutonium, and he looked it over and felt it and felt the heat coming off of it, and he knows what plutonium looks like. That's and he says, a fine
2: plutonium. Says,
3: they have plutonium.
2: He <laughs> was like the guy who knows how to pick out an avocado at the grocery store. <laughs> he says, that's
3: some good ripe plutonium. And then he went back years later, and, uh, and something that we absolutely didn't believe is that they had these thousands and thousands of centrifuges that you need to make the really enriched stuff, to make the super nasty bombs, and uh, they showed him the showed him the place, and he thought, "Oh my God, I can't believe they're this far ahead." Hmm. We had no idea. So all the informa- almost all the information we have about their bombs, comes from him. So we went from we thought they had zero to he came back from a trip and he said, "Oh, they got at least
2: six to ten <laughs> nuclear weapons." Wow, um, that's interesting that they're calling him over to show him off uh, all the stuff. But that makes sense because what they want is deterrence. Yeah. And they, they have, don't want to obliterate Seattle. They want us to leave them alone.
3: And their scientists are as, as good as anybody in the world. The guys that they have now, the, the, their training, their knowledge is as good as anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. And they use any money they have for this. It's what they're most dedicated to. And the, the couple of experts they had on 60 Minutes last night, in government and out of government, you know, is North Korea going to reach their goal or already have reached their goal of having a you know a full-on atomic weapon they can put on a missile and deliver to the United States. And they said, oh, yeah, if they're not there already, they're absolutely going to get there. They all agreed on that. Hmm. Which so, which always gets me to the question of, so what's our plan? I mean, <laughs> do we have a plan? Our or?
2: plan is what I've been saying it is. Got to live with it. It's like every other nuclear power on Earth, some of whom are fairly hostile. That's not been the U.S. Mutually policy. Mutually assured. Disco- nah, any I don't point. believe it.
3: I don't believe it. You think they're lying or they they knew that 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 wasn't the case Uh, uh, Clinton, Bush, Obama and now Trump.
2: Well, maybe they wanted it, but they were not prepared to do what it would take to prevent it. That's been made infinitely clear and or they're easily duped and thought they were doing what it took to prevent it, but were woefully, woefully, uh, you know, ineffective. And here we are and there's nothing can be done.
3: Yeah, the one uh, U.S. government nuclear expert said, I see nothing to indicate they're not going to attain their goals.
2: Right. Right. Okay, so you know what? It reminds me of the parent at the grocery store or the library. Johnny, Johnny, put that down. Johnny, put that down. Johnny, he just doesn't listen. And then they walk away as if the kid is the problem. The United States is shouting at uh, uh, Un and and Kim Jong-il before him and old what's-his-name, the granddad before that, Kim Il-sung. Kim, put that down. Kim, stop building nukes. He just doesn't listen. I mean, that's how effective our policies have been. Trump, so now we live with
3: it. Trump has one of the most consequential decisions in world history to make. On whether or not to, uh, to, 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 to stop it from happening or stop it in its tracks or let it go. That's a hell of a decision. And it's him and him alone that's going to make that decision.
2: Well, I, I, to me, it feels like the decision's been made. Because even now as we speak, there are uh, uh, the boomers, the big submarines, deep under the sea where they can't be found, each of them bristling with nuclear warheads. I mean, if one of those submarines were to empty its, uh, its magazine, as it were, um, North Korea would be obliterated. One submarine. So I guess we're not doing it.
3: Well, did you see New-, uh, New York Times today? Military quietly prepares for last resort war with North Korea. And all the stuff we're
2: mobilizing around the world to get ready for this. Yeah, my question, though, and it's the obvious one, is uh, what's the last resort? If they do what? Develop nuclear arms that could reach the U.S.? It's happened. It's here. Or it will be. Why would you wait till... If you even thought there was a chance they aren't there yet, why wouldn't you attack today? Maybe we're going to. I hope not. Or soon. I think my brother's part
3: of this uh, gearing up. Hey, Hawaii, stay in the basement. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.